Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Non-Corporate Girls. Before we begin, don't forget to download and subscribe. Take it one step further and leave us a review. We'd love to hear your thoughts. What's up, y'all? We're back to talk to our 9 to 5 and 5 to 9ers. I'm Delilah. And I'm Ayana. We are the Non-Corporate Girls. Two girls who have experienced both spaces and understand firsthand the ebbs and flows of marrying our many passions and disrupting the status quo. We do this with our podcast, your go-to digital diary filled with content, expert advice, and tangible resources for corporate professionals, entrepreneurs, and the intersection of where they meet. Every episode gives you a dose to help redefine how you pivot in your purpose. So, are you non-corporate? Tune in. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of Now Corporate Girls. We're glad to be joining you guys again. So we have originally from Ohio, Philip was drawn to the Big Apple because of the thriving cultural diversity, art, and architecture. Upon graduating from the Fashion Institute of Technology, they opened a renowned designer clothing boutique in the meatpacking district called Owen. Several years later, Philip's career evolved into real estate, seamlessly transitioning a finely tuned skill set from retail to real estate. In addition to real estate, Philip recently launched a new fashion label and lifestyle collection, Agent P, which is a gender fluid and seasonless line of bold, ready to wear apparel, including Agent, including Agent P's signature scents. And today we have. Philip. <laughs> Philip, I thought you was going to like jump in. I know, because I was like. <laughs> you know what? It's fine. You are here, and we are happy to have you. <laughs> I am so excited to be here. What an introduction. I love that. I was like about to say something and interrupt you, because that's one thing I always do. I always interrupt people. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We be interrupting each other here. And we be trying not to because we want to make sure that everybody could understand this. But it's just the excitement and the energy and how we operate. So it's totally fine. Of course, yes. of course. We're so excited to have you here. And like, you know, as with life, life be ghetto sometimes, you know, we be having rocky starts and things happen. But we are blessed and we are here. We're friends to the brand. Right? I, I am so excited. And, and I just want to first say that I am honored to be on this podcast because <laughs> I've been catching up on all the latest, I think it's season six, right? All the yes. episodes. You guys have done over 106 or seven episodes. That is an amazing accomplishment. <laughs> so I just want to start by giving you your snaps and Yay. claps on that because that is major. Not many people can say that, that they have recorded and produced 100 episodes of anything. So Thank you for having me on tonight. So oh excited. Thank <laughs> you. Long time coming. We've been trying to get you in on these books for a minute. So we are so glad that you was able to take time out of your busy schedule and join us. Thank you, yes. D. And so the title of this episode, so to your point, we are actually, this is episode 112. You wow. are at episode 112. And the title of this episode is Real Estate Extraordinaire, Philip Salim. Oh, <laughs> I love that. that's this. who you are. <laughs> 
Um, so before we get started with just getting into your life and all the things that we want to know, we always like to open with a positive note. So what is your positive note for the week or the month? Oh, my positive note for the month, I I passed my California real estate license. Yes, <laughs> so congratulations. That was like a huge accomplishment. It's been about three years in the making. So I think that would would count as a positive note for the month, right? A hundred percent. And it's not, again, no easy thing, right? So like really proud of you. Nothing is easy. I think people see the final product of whatever you do, whether it be clicking on the podcast on Spotify or Apple mm-hmm. or seeing a sold apartment or, you know, just seeing the final product, but nobody sees the inner workings of how it goes. And I think we'll dive into that and on this podcast, but you know, it was, that was my accomplishment, my, my big win for the, the month. So very happy yeah. about that. <laughs> Thank you for saying that too, because, you know, like you said, people always like look at the glitz and glam. They don't know the work that goes into the behind the scenes. So it's true. So, okay, let's jump in. Before we can understand the life of Philip Celine, we would love to learn more about what got you here. Could you share a bit about your background as a fashion entrepreneur and how you've been able to pivot to real estate? Oh my gosh, what a question. How much time do we have? I'll make it cute and quick. (laughs) So I've always been in fashion. When I was 16, I went to the mall in my town and I was like, I want to apply to Gap, American Eagle, Abercrombie, whichever one hired me, I wanted to work there because I was so obsessed with fashion and style and American Eagle hired me. So that's really where I started my career in, in fashion. And then I came to FIT for school, did fashion merchandising management. That's where me and Ayana met. We met at an internship that I was doing at Stylecaster, which is so crazy. 13 years ago, probably 12, 12, 13 years ago. Such a throwback. I didn't know that's how you guys met. Oh my God. We did, interning. Ayana, Ayana, you be in all the internships. She's a hard worker. She's a non-corporate girl. Yo, okay. It was a thing. Oh my gosh, so funny. And then I ended up working at a few boutiques after college. And I was like, you know what? I want to open up my own boutique. I want to become my own boss. I want to not do this corporate uh, stuff. (laughs) So I went back to school, wrote a business plan. And I ended up opening up a store in the meatpacking district that was open for about four years before it's such an accomplishment like the meatpacking district oh my gosh it was it was a dream because you have to come with you know an idea and then an opportunity and then you have to be prepared so Mm -hmm. idea opportunity prepared i had all three the idea was to have local new york designers be showcased in a boutique in the meatpacking district that was flooded with high-end designers and literally corporate designers. You had Alexander McQueen, Diane von Furstenberg, you had Christian Louboutin, but where were these New York designers being showcased? So I was like, I'm basically a boutique and I'm going to help give a platform for these boutique designers. And then here we have it. Next thing you know, my landlord gets landmark approval to tear down the building. So I thought my life was over. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I worked five years to build this brand. We had over 300 press mentions. I was, you know, styling Alicia Keys, Beyonce, Lauren Hill, Miss Lauren Hill. Um, You know, all these, not even to mention just my local clientele that I loved and seeing every day was a local boutique. And then, 
you know, they're like, we're giving you 90 days. The store has been rebuilt. Uh, the building has been rebuilt, not the store, but it did happen. Landmark got approval, tore it down. And my husband, I was having a very woe is me. I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do with my life? What am I going to do with my life? I have to go back to corporate America. And my husband's like, Philip, you have a client book full of names that shop and have money. Capitalize on that. You have a great network of people. Capitalize on that. So he's like, my aunt is a real estate agent. I think you should become a real estate agent. So I was like, all right, let's do it. I went, literally, I closed the store. Two weeks later, I was in real estate classes. Four weeks later, I got my license and started my career in real estate. Talk about a quick pivot. This needs to be a series. This this needs to be a series because this is so good. You know, there's there's no time to diddy daddle because somebody else will take it, you know? So yeah. when one door closes, and I hate this saying, but I'm gonna say it. When one door closes, another one opens. You know, in but life. Also, you want them to walk through the door. Some people don't mm. walk through the door. That is a very good point. And there's that's multi-layered, which I'll get into in the other questions. But when I started real estate and I thought I had in my mind, oh my God, I, ha- I have all these high-end clients. I'm going to start selling like they do on TV. Girl, I was schlepping around doing $1,400 <laughs> apartments 80 hours a right. week because nobody was like, Philip is fashion. Philip isn't real estate. What the hell does Philip know about anything? I'm not going to trust right. him. So I really had to build a brand and a name for myself. So I started doing $1,400 rentals, $1,500 rentals. And I just kind of, you know, made it, a, you know, I had my first, you know, $5,000 deal that a client from my store did for me. I started posting, I started emailing it. And then I got my first uh, listing and my first buyer. And that's when I, I literally capitalized the shit out of that. It was on everywhere. I put on every email, Instagram, Facebook, told my whole network. I just sold a $2 million apartment. I'm a legit agent. I've been in the business now for a year. I know what I'm doing. I'm I'm the person that you need if you're going to buy or sell real estate in uh, New York City. And then it's kind of just been an uphill. And I say an uphill trajectory, but it's also been an uphill battle. It's not it, it it's not easy. Um, right. And again, like we say you say the you say the three four million dollar listing that you post on Instagram. And I actually want to be a little bit more honest about what I post now because you see something and it's like, well, you didn't see the the three years of work that it took me mm-hmm. to nurture that client, to mm-hmm. know what I know. What's in your mind is actually the most valuable asset that you can give to somebody. It looks easy because we do it every day and it's, mm-hmm. it's what we've learned and it's how, how we are as people. And I'm going on a tangent right now, but I think it's important for people to know that you should be appreciative of your mind and your knowledge because that's mm-hmm. what you give to people. That's why people come to you. And in my state, it's real estate. I love that you said that because our next question obviously is you make it look easy, right? Like knowing you and just observing you, we know it's a competitive market, but you navigate it so flawlessly, at least from what we see. And so would you say what you just said (laughs) is the recipe to win and sustain in this industry? The, the question is what is the recipe to win and sustain in the industry? I'm just going to say it because, I, I, I mean, I have to mention her. It's been, what, 10 minutes and I haven't mentioned her name. There's a Mariah Carey song that's, make it look good. And I'm <laughs> saying that in my head right now because you're like, you make it look easy. I'm trying to make it look good. 
Okay. <laughs> I love that song. Um, the recipe to win is never stop learning and never stop being yourself. You know, mm-hmm. and I've said this story a few times and I don't think everybody has heard it. And I, I, I love saying this on this show specifically because what you think about how you present yourself and how you should act in corporate America is women have to look a certain way. Men should wear suit and ties. Women shouldn't speak up for themselves. As a queer person, that's what I'm also being taught. Queer people don't get a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you should act a certain way if you want to be successful. So when I first started this career, I was at Barney's and Saks looking for ties. I was looking for suit jackets. I was looking for shoes that were flat and ugly. And so not you. <laughs> and so not me. Boring, but, bland. Exactly. Dry. But we, <laughs> but we see what's on TV and these brokers that are successful are wearing suit and ties and they're acting a certain way and they're not flamboyant and their voices are low. I remember like lowering my voice when I would speak to people on the phone. That's not me. I'm going to talk high. I'm going to be flamboyant. Mm-hmm. But the recipe, so I, I stopped doing that. I, I learned a lot over the pandemic. I stopped conforming to what not only real estate told me to, to conform, but also how people told me to conform and how yeah. I should look and how I should dress and how my voice should be and not, not use certain words. Like I always say hashtag power, get festive or bleak or like just say the, these words that are just, you know not normal in real estate terms. I don't care. I'm going to have a billboard with a super deep V and, and, uh, you know, shiny. Yes, you're going to show the skin. I'm going to show the skin. I'm going to, I'm going to be in a full latex suit on a billboard in Chelsea showing with, with the, not your basic broker ad. Cause that's how I am. Every other ad in the city is somebody, Oh, let's pretend to be on the cell phone or let's look at the cell phone and pretend that we're doing a deal. That's not me. I appreciate fashion and art. And when you buy a home, especially the type of homes that I want to sell. I want to sell high-end real estate. That's what I do sell now because mm-hmm. I started believing that I am worthy of that. To go back to Ooh. a seat at the table, I have multiple seats at the table now. There are many people that try to pull it from under me all day, every day. Even yesterday, this person on, on, on Instagram tried to come at me and I was like, why? And he's a real estate agent too because he because he was telling me that he he only has one option to, to wear. I'm not going to mention names because I'm not like, I'm not, a, I'm not that shady, but he posted a reel saying, I only have one option to wear when I sell real estate. And he, he was clicking his fingers and it was a suit and tie in every single uh, picture. I'm like, Hey, that's, that's good. For you. That's what works for you, sir. That's not that's what, what works, works for you. And that's what I even said. I'm like, if that works for you, great. If you genuinely enjoy wearing a suit and tie, but he was rolling his eyes and making faces. So I said, this is actually a problematic post that you're mm-hmm. doing because what you're telling other people is that they have to wear a certain way and conform to a certain way. And this embodies non-corporate girls attitude. You do not have to conform to a corporate mentality, whether you are working in corporate America or not, because if you're working in corporate America and they tell you how to dress or how to look, it's not the job for you. If you're your own okay. entrepreneur, like a real estate agent, you're a you're a, I'm a, I'm a 1099. I, you know, I build my own business, but I do have a, a brand, a compass is my, is my company that I am, am licensed under. Thankfully, right. they allow me to express and be however I want to be. There are other agencies out there that do not. 
So I'm going on a tangent, but the recipe for success is just stay true to yourself. <laughs> no, you're doing great. And, you know, you really? really t- like, I feel like well, you did read the questions before. That's why I feel like so serious. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm dead serious. I did not read the questions. It's so funny because every time I do a podcast, I don't read, like, Ayana sent me the, or I think one of you guys sent me the, the list and I, I saw it briefly. I'm like, you know, what? I don't want to. I want to literally be off the cuff and be super energetic and super hyped up about it. We love oh, that. Well, you're helping us literally navigate because um, <laughs> the next thing we wanted to touch upon was branding and marketing because yours is so super top notch. Um, so definitely more than any other real estate agent that we've seen. How have you been able to create such a strong marketing strategy for yourself? It 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 also goes back to believing how I'm marketing myself is actually what I want to do. So. Mm-hmm. I started these ads down West Chelsea on 10th Avenue because I, I kept seeing these, these these ads of real estate agents everywhere and, they, and none of them spoke to me. I'm like, for some reason, these ads are fake. <laughs> you know, they just they just they just reek of a non. Uh, no, they weren't like relatable enough. They weren't relatable. So when mm. people are walking down the street and they see somebody with blue hair or silver hair and a sparkly top, that might be more relatable to them. Real estate is. Re- is literally you have to relate to somebody mm-hmm. you know do people need real estate agents absolutely not but they they mm-hmm. want to work with them because we help them guide the process of selling real estate so is real estate my life is it all i do do i bleed real estate when i die is that what i want people to to, to remember me as i want people to remember me as being as a, an, an authentic person that inspired them mm-hmm. getting hyped up so yes. when I so when I had these ads and this marketing, this billboard, not your basic broker, me in this fabulous outfit and blue pink hair and metallic nails because I want to, that's how I'm going to present myself. And mm-hmm. then I just took it to the next level. I started a TV show called Agent P's World because people saw the billboard. I'm like, who is this person? I want to know more about him. Right. Everyone kept saying, Philip, I want I want to see you on a reality show. I want to see you on on this. I was invited to be on Million Dollar Listing for a few scenes in 2020 and 2021, which I'm ever so grateful for the two agents that, that allowed me to film with them. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't enough for me. Mm-hmm. And since I didn't have an opportunity, I made an opportunity myself. I said, yes. I'm going to self-produce my own reality show. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, I have a little reality show and I post it on YouTube TV and IGTV. And even if one person watched it, I don't care. I had the best time doing it. One person didn't watch it. I had many viewers. <laughs> but but even if one did, and this is just to inspire all the people that are listening, mm-hmm. you have to create the opportunity that you want to have. Because mm-hmm. now people are reaching out to me, producers, uh, networks, and who knows what might come to fruition but people see the base that I made and they're like, Philip, you, you laid the groundwork. And this goes back to opportunity, preparation, and that's what equals luck. So I prepared myself to create this, this reality show. Mm-hmm. Now I need the opportunity. So I need somebody to, to see it. But you already started that foundation and the groundwork, you know? So exactly, it's just, D, exactly. Like the distribution of it because somebody's going to pick you up. Because this is definitely what. First of all, I'm always tagging Bravo. I know like, you are. <laughs> give him a show. <laughs> it's, it's so true. You've but, come but, such a long way. But if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. I'm having fun doing this in my own way. And and to go back to the marketing, 
I was like, I also, I want people to see me on the street. I want people to watch me on the TV. I want people to smell me in their homes. So I started a candle line. And then I said, I want people to wear me. I started an Agent PJ line. I wanted everywhere you go, you saw Agent P. So if you were ever thinking about selling your apartment or you had a friend, you would see me everywhere. You would smell me when you walk in your when you would smell me when you walk in your apartment. You would be, oh my God, this this PJ is so soft. You know, yeah. you would see me on the and back. Your tab. multiple your multiple marketing touch points are like insane. Like you should teach a course on this because I again other real estate agents are not they're not marketing themselves this way. Like you are very memorable because we know your brand. That's, like your yeah, brand is you. very distinct. Thank <laughs> you. And, and I wanna say I'm sorry to cut you off. I was just gonna say like helping someone to find their home is such a personable thing. Mm-hmm. So you're building like this relationship and friendship with your clients because you're helping them to like live in the space where they're going to create their most precious memories. And, and that even goes into like the, like one of the last things I want to talk about marketing. Cause I'm sure we have a lot, a lot of other questions. I always have these big parties and I was so happy to see both of you guys there at the last one. I have yes. four big parties a year where I entertain and bring all of my clients and my friends and I host an open bar, full vegan food. We have a magician or a mentalist or some type of entertainment. And then we have a dance party. So that's another marketing strategy is hosting events. And and you have to spend money to make money. So when people are like, Philip, how much did you spend on this? It does not matter because it's an investment. You have to invest in your brand and your business. Yes. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, the gems, the you tip. give me so much aspiration of when I'm ready to buy my multi-million dollar home, I'm coming yes. to Philip. Exactly. You know, the person that I'm coming to. Yes. I love that you said multi-million dollar home. Yes. <laughs> Put it into existence because we are so young, but also the expectation of, you know, people our age, you know, mm-hmm. 18, 19. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm 35. <laughs> no, you are right on, bro. You are right on. I'm 35, but the expectation for us is, you know, you better have your three kids and you better have your house already and you better be buying and you better this that the other you know um it's just not the the reality now you know so that's awesome that you said like um i feel that was the last point exactly you made but it had to do with people have the wrong idea of things which brings us to what are two myths that you can share with us that people have about the real estate industry and why are they just that myths that is such a good question. I think one of the myths are that the first one that everybody thinks is all real estate agents are skis balls and scumbags, <laughs> and they're just out to sell you something. And to be honest, there are a lot of those out there. Mm-hmm. But you are who you surround yourself around. Like I'm surrounding myself around great agents. I am with a great company who literally you have to have three referrals to even join the company, you know, mm-hmm. and those types of people are the people that get the list. Wait, say that again. I was going to say integrity. Yeah, you have to have an integrity and you have to, you know, the people that get these listings now and get these great buyers are working with great agents. So I think that's one of the main myths. And if you do have a bad inkling about an agent, you got to get a new one. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I think the other one is that it's very easy. Like, it's so funny because people are like, real estate agents make so much money. I'm like, some of these sales that I sell, I am with for three, four, five years. And that's a 24 seven. Wow. Having your phone on. I have clients text me at one, two, 3am. I have clients that I've been working with for two, three years 
whether it be buying or selling their house. And then COVID hit and then it took sometimes nine to 10 months to just even get a listing on like live. So you you do staging and marketing and then they're not ready to list. And then we do like a pocket listing and, and it's just dealing with so many entities of the, to get that listing live or get that buyer to buy something. It's a, it's a long process. It's not easy. So what you see when you're like, Oh, this person on TV made $300,000 from this one sale. Then you got to pay a hundred people. <laughs> you got to pay your broker, right. you have to pay your assistant. You got to pay all the, the, the taxis and transportation that took you there. All the marketing is not free. The photography, mm-hmm. the staging, you know, your, it's such your a business. Ta- but, but, but this goes with any non-corporate girl. Mm-hmm. Even if you're starting your own business, nothing yeah. is free. <laughs> right. And you got to pay your taxes in the end, you know? Definitely pay your taxes. <laughs> Amen. Like we not want you not pay your taxes. Um, and also like building relationships, right? Like you said that you're with your clients for like a certain amount of time. It's like really building that relationship. And I think that's going to Delilah's part with the integrity and things like that. I think that's what really makes you successful because yeah. you have been able to cultivate this relationship over amount of time and also do it authentically, which like a lot of people can't do. And I give you some other tea about that. I have had to fire clients because I have been at a point in my career where I have to say no to people or I have to mm-hmm. let, let, let a seller or money go from the table that is literally sucking my soul and my energy. It's not worth it. So some, yeah. money, some work isn't worth it. It is okay to say no to people. It is okay to not take every opportunity if you have a gut inkling that it's not right for you or the energy is off. It's okay right. because you'll walk through another opportunity. Yes. What doesn't serve you, let it go. Amen. I'm glad that you said that. Okay. So, you know, you're a fabulous person and we know that, (laughs) (laughs) um, and we know that it's also not easy, like putting yourself out there, especially when it relates to like your branding, your marketing, and really like going hard the way you do. Can you share how you've been able to navigate any negative feedback in your line of work and advice? I know you kind of shared a little bit at the top of the episode, but any advice you would give to anyone else in these situations? So you you saw a most recent uh, post that somebody commented on, on, on mm-hmm. all my real estate. And this might come off as aggressive, but it, it's just the truth of what happened. Somebody called me a faggot online and somebody... Yeah. And and that's just the one that I posted. You know, we, we yeah. I'm not going to post every time somebody calls me that word or I'm not going to shout to the moon every time somebody calls me that, that on the street. Or I'm not going to say when I'm at a listing and somebody asks, am I an assistant because of the way that I'm dressed or... or, or rude. That's I just rude. Asked me, they're like, are you, are you a performer? Are you performing somewhere after this? And I was like, it's a Wednesday at noon. I'm just wearing what I'm wearing. So yeah. it's this most simplistic thing. It's shake it off. You just got to shake it off because you have to realize, and what I've realized is that these people are so insecure with themselves, they project it onto other people. Absolutely. 100%. It's, it's, it's very easy to say, and it's easy to say to shake it off, but it, it, it also does hurt me because then I question, you know, at that showing or when that person called me that word, I'm like, it makes yeah. me question what I'm doing. Like, why, why am I doing this? And then I realized this is who I am to the core. I like to be expressive. Yeah. I like to paint my nails. I like to do my hair. I like to present myself a certain way. It's, it's not an act. This is Philip down to the core and to the gut. 
So anybody that's listening, I hope that you express yourself however you want and whenever you want. And if people try to knock you down, you keep laughing. And like Beyonce said, success is, uh, what did she say in the formation song? But the best revenge is your paper. You know, yeah. like I'm going to, it actually inspires me to work harder to get more yeah. listings and get more business and show people that I'm successful, you know? Not not just to, to show people that I'm successful, to show myself that I'm successful. And success is also defined. I'm going to go on a tangent for 30 seconds. I know that we're <laughs> like, I'm speaking so much. But success no, you're is defined how you define success. Yeah. So if that means next next month or next quarter or next year, I only want to sell half the apartments that I sold and take a break and do, do a little bit more vacation and maybe live, le- live less... Uh, extravagant and you know maybe not take as many trips then that then that's success to me if i want to volunteer more and if if i want to you know spend more time on my lifestyle line and less on my on on my real estate that's success it's not measured you get to choose how you want to live and nobody can dictate any of it exactly exactly Mm -hmm. so anything that you want to do because people like oh you you sold 20 million two years ago now you're at 40 now you're at 60 what's next year 100 i'm like i don't know it might be five it might be one i don't i don't care what i'm doing Mm -hmm. is for myself right now and the success is to define how i want to define it and I also want to say, back to the branding part, your guys' new branding of non-corporate <laughs> girls and the website and the colors is just epic. So if, oh, if any of the viewers you. haven't been to the new non-corporate girls website, <laughs> it is a gag. It uh-huh. is a gag.com. It is epic. No, I'm like, you, you like our ad? You like, you want to do an ad for us? Because like, I you, I I'm am. like, you answer that up. Um, I was going to say, I love that you said that though, because that is the core of non-corporate girls. Like we're all about really redefining how you pivoting your purpose. What does that look like for you? It looks different for everyone. And it goes back to success, right? Defining that. And sometimes it's not, well, most times it's an evolution and we, we have different phases in our lives. We're at different places in our lives. Always we get to change our minds. And so it's really important that we like, remember that is really important that we exercise that in our lives. And I love that you do that and you stand for that and you're clear about it. Very. And sometimes it might not be as clear, but because we can hear, like I was listening to all your latest episodes and that message is put through every speaker and every guest that you have on. But it's also so good to hear other people's perspectives because I'm sitting here like I, you know, there are times when, taking my own advice, I don't do well. So it's good to hear other people and both of you and your guests say that because you get you get something from each of that. And that's why I love this show specifically, because to the core, it's about defining your business and your success, how you want it to be. Yeah. Okay. You want to show up in your life. We love it too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we love sharing tips for our community, right? And we know that real estate is a hot profession. Do you have any top tips, maybe like two or three, you would share with someone just breaking into the business? Because obviously your trajectory was a lot different (laughs) than other people who may really just wanted to start this and they've been thinking about real estate forever. And I was going to even say with the tips that you shared, this doesn't mean that you're going to get the success that Philip has because everyone has their own staff. But these are great tools for you to apply, I'm sure. 
but, I, but I'm honestly saying this genuinely. Email me at philipsalem at compass.com because I have a template that I give out to new agents that oh, reach out to me on like steps to do. So I, I'm more than happy to share if somebody's interested. And the tips and the, the template that I give is really a general sense for any market. So that's the first thing to do. The, the, and the second thing is to find somebody in real estate who you admire in the city or town that you that, that you're in and network. You, you have to know people. You have to know people in the real estate industry because even if you don't want to join their team or their company, they might know somebody that 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 might yeah. be needing a teammate or a company that, that has a great training program. So really utilize your network. That's amazing. I'm actually going to do you guys one better. We're going to include Philip's information in our next newsletter so that you guys can circle mm. back with him for that template. Definitely. I love that. Look at <laughs> you. Sign up to our newsletter to get it, okay? I had, yeah, you got to sign up on that newsletter. Go to their gorgeous <laughs> new website, and it's the first thing that pops up. <laughs> yes. I love that. Okay, so you do a lot, Philip. Like, <laughs> you do a lot. How do you juggle all of your passions? Like, how do you do it? Because I even know, like, yeah, you started with the whole fashion trajectory for sure. You pivoted to real estate. Now you're, like, back in fashion and lifestyle. You also avidly, like, you are a, like, expert at, like, volunteering. Like, that is a life passion for you and then you you're a hostess with the mostest like how do you do all of this and you're such a good person you such a good person so, kind-hearted person so mm-hmm. that makes a, a big difference too and so are you both and i just want to say d when i met you the other month it was so good you know i i know ayana runs in a great circle of friends but it was so good also meeting you because good people attract good people there's mm-hmm. there, there's an energy there, there, there's a no ego vibe with both of you guys, which I love. And that's who we, I feel like all three of us circle ourselves around. You, you, you yeah. collaborate without ego. Um, but to go back to the question of like how I manage all of it, 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 it is a lot. And I'm, I'm trying to actually step back a little bit from, from all things because I realized that I put my hand in too many things. So we were fostering two dogs. I was volunteering. I'm working on my clothing line. I'm working on a, on a new, uh, uh, TV uh, web series for my Instagram. I'm selling real estate. I'm being a husband. I'm taking care of my own two yeah. dogs. I'm, I have my agent PJ clothing line and lifestyle line and two showrooms, one in New York and one in LA. You know, I'm not trying to list off a laundry list, but how do I manage it? To be honest, I don't know how. I I drink a lot of coffee. I drink a lot of Diet Coke. <laughs> um, but I need to figure out a way to to delegate a bit more because one of the issues that I have, and I think any non-corporate girl or any non-corporate person listening, you want to have your hands in everything and you don't know how to delegate because you want everything to be perfect. Yeah. Yes. I might be speaking it's that, con- it's that control yes. on it, you know? Exactly. Or sometimes fear that someone's going to ruin what you built so hard yeah. and hard for. That's you a know? good point. That's a good point. And I, and I also think it's, uh, that gosh, you, I'm, I'm stuck on the fear part, but it's also, if you look at the most successful people, there's a team behind everything. Mm-hmm. You look at the successful musicians, they, they didn't stand up there and say, oh, I did everything myself. I did everything. Wrote, produced, sound mixed, yeah. uh, recorded. Everything has a team. If you look at a movie credits, there's thousands of people on there. So yeah. it's, it's working with the right people. And thankfully I have a great assistant. I have a great manager. I have a great showroom. I have a great 
network of people. It's just learning how to delegate a bit more. Okay. So I wish so I had a you- good answer for that. I'm just telling you honestly that I wish I, I wish I did it a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love honesty. So do you think in 2023, you're, that's going to be like a thing you're going to exercise, learning to delegate more? Learning to delegate more. And I'm also like in October and September, like the, the, the two last months, I went out to dinner and lunch over 45 times. I, I was just, or, or went to an event or went to a Broadway show or I'm or just thinking that's like 45 outfits. That you 45 wear. outfits. I like that thinking, D. Okay. I like that thinking. <laughs> I'm like, that's a lot of people in. <laughs> I know Ayana likes to do her little uh, introverted moment. She likes the small mm-hmm. groups. <laughs> yeah. but, 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 you know, that's, that's also a part of my business is entertaining. Yeah. Showing face and yes. and and entertaining. So mm-hmm. it, but I like doing it. So one thing that my husband and I are trying to work on is like, Philip, you need to just slow it down a bit. Like you have four parties a year. If you honestly are too busy or too tired or, or don't want to do it, just say you can't do it. And, you know, I love seeing Ayana's stuff on Instagram, how she's always like, just say no, if you don't want to, you don't need to give somebody an excuse or, or give them a reason why you can't do something. Even if they're your best friend, just say, I'm not feeling it. I'm not in the mood. I'm working on my mental health today. Mm-hmm. That's it. Thanks. Yeah. And that's okay. So that's one thing I will be work to answer your question to be, I'll be working on in the next few months. <laughs> I love that for you. I'm going to hold you accountable, but we're going to hold you accountable. I want to do it. <laughs> and for anyone listening, give Philip a break. He needs a break. How about you get him a, a spa day? Stop. One of my clients <laughs> just did. He just got me a spa certificate to the air spa in Tribeca. So I'm, I'm Oh my God, that place is like gorgeous. Oh I can't God. wait to go. I'm going to go for my birthday. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm excited for both of you because that's like <laughs> rich bitch shit. Yes, like, it's epic. It's epic. And you got to treat yourself sometimes, you know? Absolutely. Yes. A hundred percent. Okay. So Philip, like we see everything you've been doing and we know that there's your, it's like only up from here for you. And I just want you to know, do not forget the little people because we want to be there. But where do you see yourself and your brand in like the next three to five years? You know, I, I give that to the universe. I just know that I'm going to continue to work hard and no matter what happens, you know, I, I'm just going to continue working hard. Like I said, in the beginning of this podcast, I just got my California license. I hope to really flourish that. I uh, am going to LA for three months this winter to work on that and to start getting buyers and listings and using the same marketing tools that I do here in New York, yeah. doing that in Los Angeles. I want to bill I want three billboards like I do here in New York. I want to be in, uh, uh, Uber TVs. Like I'm in taxi TVs here. I want to have parties like I do in New York and LA. So really parallel, doing mm-hmm. parallel marketing in both cities. I, yes. it, it's been my dream to be bi-coastal and everyone is like, how are you going to do that? I just did oh, it. Oh, just watching. You just watch. I was going to say, just do it. Like what? Exactly. <laughs> so that's what I did. I just did it. So in three, three to five years, I hope to continue being happy at what I'm doing. Oh, I love, I love that. that. You're going to turn yeah. Ellie upside on their heads, okay? I what? Am. They not ready. They not They're ready. Not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we're like at the end of our episode, which is crazy. Oh but before so we go, 
We could talk <laughs> forever. And I didn't even ask you guys the questions that I want to ask you. You know what we need to do? I'm going to do a non-corporate girls episode with you guys as the as the guest and me as the hey, host. Hey, hey. You can be a guest host. <laughs> Yes. Listen, listen, we always down for it. But um, so we want to cover off on a couple more things. One, we want to know who is your hashtag obsessed with? Is there someone or a place or platform that you're just really loving right now that you want to share with our community? There is a great person. His name is Matthew. I don't know their last name. I I mean, Matthew's like, I have so many Matthew friends, but um, <laughs> let me look actually. I don't even know where, where, anyways, they are an amazing queer individual who puts new stories into perspective and really shows what's happening to the queer community um, okay. and, and really gives it a platform for people to see the hardships that the queer community goes through. I love this Instagram. Um, it's It just is very educating. I'm going to in the newsletter or in the recap, I'll give you their uh, full handle. But that's yeah. what I'm obsessed with. And I'm also obsessed with all my Mariah Carey and Janet Jackson videos. Every night, I got to watch oh, Janet videos and Mariah Carey videos. Every, night. every night, really? Every night. And that's another thing. Like, my husband's like, Philip, you look like a creep smiling in bed at one in the morning <laughs> watching Mariah Carey Christmas. Oh my God, I can't wait to the day that you could get to meet her and like go on stage. Oh, I have. I have. Do you memorize it? Oh my God, I love that for you. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like for anyone out there who does not know Philip, he is a diehard Mariah Carey fan. Diehard. Okay. And Die we're hard. right in her season. We have just entered Mariah season. <laughs> Mariah yeah. season's year round. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I can't. I I can't. Okay. Moving Next on. Question. Moving on. We need to kick off our game, so I'm gonna hand it over to D. Yes. Oh my gosh, what is this game? So Am we, I scared? We called it retail to real estate. Okay. That's the game. And so the first <laughs> question is who is your favorite interior designer and fashion designer? My favorite. Oh God, this is so hard. I'm looking at all my clothes right now. So right now, I'm loving Mugler. I'm lo- I'm I'm literally in my closet. It's my closet office. So my my clothing is. I'm staring at it. I, I I'm loving Mugler, the new creative direction of it in the last three years. I love Mugler. Um, I also I also um. There's there's so much that I love. Let's just go with that one. Favorite interior designer. Um. I can't think of I can't think of one that I love. I just I I love modern simplicity. Okay, cool. Love, love that. that. So the next <laughs> one is what is the most important element when staging a home? Cleaning the refrigerator and the closets because everybody opens refrigerators and closets so you can have a gorgeous apartment and you walk in everyone's going to open the closet and it and if it smells or is gross or there's things hanging everywhere nasty i've walked into homes the fridges are literally mold growing on grapes the client's moving out the client's like this is gross i'm moving like something they're they're hiding something so you mm-hmm. gotta take care of what's behind closed doors Ooh, i love that tip and i can i can agree to that too because as someone who's like been house shopping yes. that's what i do yeah you open up every you open the oven I, mean, you open I the wanna door. see everything <laughs> that's a good so one funny. okay that is a good one which room is your favorite to decorate? My my closet. 
<laughs> and it's sad because some things I, I literally decorate my closet and I don't wear them. I don't know why the hell I bought them. I'm sure all the non-corporate girls listening can relate. <laughs> we decorate our closet with stuff that we don't wear. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Do a purge, guys. Get rid of the things that you're not using. Yes. Um, who is your style inspiration? Another great question. And I really see my friend Drew Ginsburg. She's the designer of Dylan Lex. She is my style inspiration. When I first met her, she has a zero fucks attitude personality with the way she dresses. Like you, you see her on a Monday at like 9am and she's in like amazing jewelry like I love Dylan X. Yes, she's epic. So I met shit. So I carried her at my clothing store and we became friends. And I okay. and I I always admire her style. So she is one of the top style icons for me. Yes. And so what would you say is your favorite color palette? Is it bright tones, muted tones, earth tones, or jewel tones? Bright, hey, right. bright, <laughs> bright and jewel tones. I love this art. I saw this in Soho and I was like, I have to get this because this is me in a in a picture. Um, I love sparkly, but again, it, it, like it goes with my mood. Like sometimes when I dye my hair like bleach blonde and like my whole head is blonde, I'm in this like fierce all black latex patent <laughs> mood. But if my hair is black, I'm like, I want to be a little bit more colorful. I want to be a little bit more sparkly and a little bit more bright. So I love it. All right. In your opinion, which borough has the best architectural design? Ooh, that is so tough because Brooklyn has so many new devs that are gorgeous. Honestly, that was going to be the answer. I was in your head, but I wanted to hear from the source. (laughs) There's so many new devs and, and like, it's so funny because I sell a lot in Brooklyn and I'm looking at these, these apartments or these townhomes and then you forget to literally look up when you're walking down the street and you're like, this is crazy. These homes were built in the late 1800s. And all of these new devs are like from the future in Brooklyn. So it's a really crazy juxtaposition to see like the Brooklyn Tower next to this 1802 townhome that you're, that, that I'm selling. So it's crazy. Yeah, it's my dream to have a Brooklyn brownstone. You will Mine get too. One. <laughs> uh, what can immediately elevate a home? And then what can it immediately elevate your personal style? You need to immediately elevate your home by painting, by, by a fresh coat of paint and, and a new toilet. I said it because there are some apartments. I'm like, why is this toilet from like 1940 still in here? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Right? But it elevates the home. No, it's true, though. I look at that. I'm like, what is this? It's so funny. And then to elevate your personal style, you need a long, sparkly jacket. Because if you are literally in sweatpants and a t-shirt from Target, you put on a sparkly jacket and you're a million bucks. That's one of my favorite looks is a sparkly jacket. Get you a sparkly jacket. I got to look for one now. Yes. And a sparkly (laughs) water bottle too, because everybody gags when I'm at the gym. You got to get a sparkly water bottle, people. Okay. It's the sparkle for me. (laughs) You know, I I love a good glitter. And now the last one is, what are you wearing to close a deal? What's your outfit? Oh, gosh. That's one of my, fi- like, the walkthrough is one of my favorite days because it's, like, the final moment of, you know, sometimes I don't see my clients for, you know, six, seven months and, until they have their housewarming party. So you got to show up. So 
like right now we're in this Agent P festive metallic deep V moment, which I love. And I'm always in shorts year round until it gets below 40 degrees. So I do like a faux leather or like a, uh, like a, like a shiny metallic short and just like show up, be, become a present. You're, you're presenting their home to them. So be oh the my, I love it. I love it. So yeah, like, that who would be are you? <laughs> I'm a mystical fairy. <laughs> you are. I love it. Um, well, this has been so much fun, right? I um, just hurt because I was smiling so much. This Me? is you've dropped so many gems, Philip. Like I like so many. But at the beginning of the episode, Delilah introduced you, and so we want you to introduce yourself to the world and where they can find you. I just want to say thank you both so much for having me and thank you to the listeners. I appreciate you so much and profusely much love. <laughs> I am Philip Salem. I'm a New York City real estate agent, but I'm so much more than that. I am a husband. I am an entrepreneur. I am a animal advocate. I am a dog dad, dog parent. I am a lover of style and fashion and music and my biggest thing in life is to make people happy and spread happiness and spread joy because without that you don't have life and you know if life is meant to be lived you have to spread that so I hope that all makes sense because I just went on another tangent about myself <laughs> but, um, the people yeah. need to know who you are and, and we love that you introduced yourself that was amazing. yes and, and we're here for the tangent so don't matter love a tangent but yeah, that's me. You can find me. All of my uh, handles are at Philip Owen Salem, philipowensalem.com. Uh, and I'm trying TikTok. I'm so bad at it, but it's the same. I'm so bad at TikTok, people. I'm, I'm trying to learn. You'll get better. You'll get better. It takes time because I am no pro either. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. That's a wrap. Um, and it's just been a pleasure having you. And and we just can't wait to see what else you continue to do. And yes, I can't wait to see more season six episodes of Non-Corporate Girls because I love the show so much and I'm honored to be here. Thank you both. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> All right. That's a wrap. We're out. Bye. Ciao. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Non-Corporate Girls Podcast. We're headed back into our 9 to 5s, but equally giving time to our 5 to 9. I'm Delilah, and you can follow me at Miss Delilah C on all social media platforms. And I'm Ayana. Follow me at the underscore Aya underscore brand. Don't forget to follow the podcast on all socials at Non-Corporate Girls. And tune into the latest episodes on your favorite streaming platform. In the meantime, embrace Non-Corporate. Where the 9 to 5 and 5 to 9 meet.